0: You
1: Good on the East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic There of now more than ever. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you – Leave the audience wanting more. Hope you had a great 4th of July weekend. I enjoyed the break, but hey, we are back. And to open the show in July, we're going to be saying hello to Open Lending. Say yes to more automotive loans, more reward, less risk. Folks, this is a brand that has been on a roll for a long time now we've been doing this show for eleven years we've seen a lot of brands come and go and we've been through a lot of iterations on the program. There was a time when we did a thirty minute live show each and every Friday, and with all the ups and downs and technological issues, and we had a series of co-hosts. Well, one of those co-hosts many years ago uh, was a lady that left her credit union to go work for a brand called ChatterYak. I would include their website in the episode description today, but ChatterYak is no longer in business, and I told them they would not be in business. Uh, We we saw right away they had some problems and when your whole business is built around adding that little warning you're leaving the credit union's website to go to Facebook i mean how many times can you actually charge a credit union to do that and when i told people that chatteryak would fail i was called an internet troll a cyber bully aren't you glad they're trying i don't care about trying and intentions I care about results. You might also remember somebody named Christian Christian who was said to have started Bank Transfer Day back in 2011. She must have appeared at 400 credit union events in two years. She never appeared on our show because I knew she was a stone cold crackpot, as everybody else in the credit union industry would find out later. So what does that mean? It means here on this program, we talk to real leaders in the banking marketplace, and open lending is absolutely one of them. I'm always fascinated by all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes at these financial brands, even the best financial brands, the biggest financial brands. There's a lot of stuff that they simply can't do By themselves, they rely on these outside companies to help them and folks, there are a lot of credit union lights on today and every day based upon auto loans and nobody helps those banking brands better with that than Open Lending, located right up the road in Austin, Texas, and that's where we're going today to talk to Julie Nielsen about her career, about Open Lending, and about getting back to being with people in person. So we've got a great show on tap for you today, and we're going up to visit with Open Lending, and we're going to do it all right after this. 11 years, conference quality information without the expense report. This is the Power Performance Podcast. Whether you're an American boy or girl, even if you're driving an American car, Austin is only 43 miles north of the Eloquent Online Studios, but it takes about 45 years to get up there with traffic. So this interview was conducted by phone. Hey, Julie Nielsen, welcome to the show. How are you?
0: Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Great to be with you. It is so, so good. One.
1: Well, if you look at any credit union balance sheet, and it's doing well, you're going to see a lot of auto loans on the books. But we wanted to start first by asking, Julie, hey, tell us a little bit about your career that's brought you to this point working for open lending.
0: Thank you very much for asking. I've had a bit of a zigzag path, but for the last 20, 21 years, I've been working in some aspect of banking. In 2000, I started working in commercial real estate finance, which was – terrific for community bank investments uh, in until 2007, 2008. Do you remember, maybe, yeah, that things were a little difficult that, yeah. for a little while? Around. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember the phone not ringing for about 64 days in a row. Yes, I do remember that very well. At least,
0: at least, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was time to make a shift, and at that time I had built up a number of relationships with financial institutions and decided, you know, and I had to see what else was out there that you could, um, you know, what next to do, right, in this space. I decided I like the space. Uh, so I shifted to working with insurance companies and learned a lot about the consumer lending products that insurance companies build and support um, to preserve cons- consumer lending for a financial institutions. So gap insurance, vehicle service contracts, debt cancellation type things, credit insurance. Um, and that led me to open lending where I joined in 2017 and now am focused in the auto lending sector.
1: Well, Open Lending is in Austin, Texas, a city dominated by fast-growing technology companies. They are routinely rated as one of the fastest-growing companies in Austin, Texas, as well as one of the best companies to work for. And so I asked Julie, you know, all banking brands make a lot of money on Auto loans. What is it about open lending and its culture that has enabled them to have so much continuous long-term success?
0: Thanks. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a great question. Credit unions, especially um, banks as well, when they do make auto loans, it, it they do it because it's helping their borrowers, it's helping their members, and yes, they make money on lending. What our program helps any type of lender do? Finance company. Uh, large national OEMs, they can make more vehicle loans because we offer expanded underwriting guidelines. Anybody's loan policy probably has a cutoff of a certain FICO score or would like a certain type of down payment to manage the loan to value. Our program has wider guidelines than typical and a platform for decisioning those loans. And the quoted interest rate includes default insurance premium. So we help lenders take a bigger risk, you know, help that consumer get into the vehicle with terms that they can manage and be successful in, they're probably in a stage of rebuilding their credit if they're getting a loan right. from our program. But then the institution is also protected on the downside for the risk of deficiency. At the end of the day, if the vehicle, if, if the vehicle has to be taken back due to loan uh, default, if there's a deficiency balance on the loan, one of our insurance partners pays a claim That brings us back into a profitable scenario.
1: One of the things I noticed as I was doing my research on open lending before we did the interview is that something I've said on this show many times, you cannot download VIBE You cannot get vibe and culture and energy from Amazon Prime. You either have it or you don't. Open Lending has it. Chatteryak didn't. And so I asked Julie about that. What would the the clients of Open Lending say is the difference that has allowed Open Lending to be so successful?
0: That's awesome. Thanks for for saying that you can notice that. Thanks for noticing and for saying that you can notice that. Uh, Our company started as a very small company with a group of leaders who have wanted to do the right thing and have figured out how do we grow and scale and still maintain this priority of we want to do the right thing. You know, it doesn't always mean you can reach to the far corners of the earth and say yes to every question or innovation that may come along. You have to say no to some things to be able to keep doing things the right way. So we're we're a hardworking culture. We really care about people first. We get to understand how every institution likes to show up in their marketplace what are your particular challenges some things are not unique across the nation some things are from one state or one geographic area to another and and being able to help someone forward their own brand not ours but theirs and be who they want to be in the marketplace that they serve
1: One of the things that I rediscovered during the pandemic was my love of golf. It was one of the last things to shut down and one of the first things to reopen. And I saw a picture of Julie at what I thought was an open lending golf tournament, and they were obviously with clients, and I thought it is so refreshing to see people out meeting with clients and prospects in person, and so I asked Julie about that.
0: You know, actually I attended someone else's industry event so I won't even take credit for being able to attend the golf but agree with you, something that we as a company, our our sales reps, all of our team has been able to keep up with as a way to connect with clients and prospects is to get out and golf Um, so it was thoroughly enjoyable to travel to Arizona about a month ago and I'm glad that you connected afterwards Um, it was an event, a group of A group of credit unions across several states coordinate uh, in in an industry event and you know, it was well attended. I think a lot of people were ready and able.
1: And I'm glad to see that continuing. I, I see more and more of these live events coming back. And so I wanted to ask Julie about that specifically. You know, during the this unprecedented pandemic, I don't know about the rest of you, I never want to sit through another Zoom meeting or one of these mind-numbing, brain-numbing, neural death-inducing webinars, or I call them now web board in ours, there is simply no replicating in-person meetings, in-person intentionally engaging prospects and clients. And so I wanted to get Julie's thoughts about that.
0: I could not agree more. I think everything you said is spot on. And the people who are there in person all feel the same way. So speaking of, (laughs) you, you, you can't hashtag vibe. Like, you know, that's the enthusiasm that was present in the in-person event it, it maybe people started to take things like that for for granted you get tired of conferences maybe you get tired of travel but then you realize how much we were all missing out on the ability to connect in a whole different way it meant a lot you know and people also are super super respectful and kind and just getting to know like hey you're here but the, does that mean you know how wide is your aperture on really feeling comfortable and being open, right? Like, so also a super respectful approach to convening again. And, you know, everybody, again, is still trying to do the right thing. We want to show up. How do we do it safely?
1: Such a great point about, you know, you have to be respectful. You don't know what everyone's comfort level is. Not everyone has made the decision to get vaccinated. That's everyone's individual personal business. But I do think it's a great trend to see these in-person events coming back, and since we're talking about open lending and all the great things they do for the automotive lending portion of credit unions, which is a huge portion of the credit union marketplace, I wanted to ask her, because nobody ever forgets, hey, Julie, what was your first car?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you about my first car. Only if I also get to tell you about my second car, because my first Absolutely. car story de- deserves a little redemption, and after you hear it, you'll understand why. So, I mean, first of all, my first car that I got to drive, the family vehicle, was a station wagon. So, with the backward facing yeah. seat, so there's really nowhere to go but I had from it. from there. I had it. <laughs> <laughs> we it. There's uh, nothing greater: the brown brown paneled sides and the whole deal. The first car that I purchased as a senior in college and I was so proud and just so happy. I had a loan. I just, you know, the whole the whole nine yards, right? was a Geo Metro. Do you remember these
1: tiny cars? Of course I remember the tiny Geo Metro three-cylinder. Uh, Julie told me that at one point her dad and her brothers would actually pick it up and move it around on the driveway, something that was absolutely possible to do. I remember the Geo Metros very, very well. The great thing about the Geo Metro was if the engine went out on it, you could just replace it with a lawnmower engine. Your gas mileage wouldn't be as good, but you'd have a little more power seriously it was absolutely great getting to know julie a little bit and open lending the website for open lending openlending.com is right there in the episode description in the unlikely event that you can't remember openlending.com and we thank julie so much for taking some time out of her day to visit with us on the power of performance podcast
0: I appreciate the invitation. It's been great to connect with you and appreciate the conversation and all the nice things you have to say about open lending. I'll absolutely mend every word. Thank you so much.
1: Well, if you spend any time at all perusing credit union social media sites and the so-called credit union leaders out there, a lot of times you'll see them say, hey, our competitive advantage is that we, we provide banking service to the unbanked. We service the underserved. Well, the credit unions that are able to do that, a lot of the reason for that is open lending. That's part of their mission is serving the underserved, empowering consumers to get the best loans Their risk status will allow because not everybody has an 800 credit score, whatever a high credit score is these days. I don't know. I was fortunate enough that I was able to purchase uh, two vehicles right before the pandemic and uh, just pay for them outright, which is nice because I didn't have a car payment during the pandemic. Well, that's not always an option for everybody. Open lending helps. Put that people helping people vibe that people always talk about. Open lending helps make it a tangible reality for their clients from C to shining sea. And before we get out of here, I just got to say really quickly, on the 4th of July, this past 4th of July, my mom and dad celebrated 60 years of marriage. What a blessing it has been to come from a great, ideal, intact family, 60 years. Congratulations, mom and dad. I love you both so very much. Once again, I want to thank Julie Nielsen for joining us today. Asked her off the air, said, hey, it's a summer of music. Do you have a favorite band, a favorite concert that you ever attended? And she said, absolutely, Pearl Jam. So let's get out of here with some Pearl Jam. Whether you've got a fast car or a Geo Metro or a big gas guzzling SUV like myself, this show, like this song, is in your rear view mirror. My name is Jason Dye. Thank you for listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? Until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week. Take care.